Ladies, if you are tired of the traditional group coaching model that was right for a season, but it isn't right for now, if you are ready to have elevated conversations, ready for masterminding in the truest sense of the word, where you combine your collective wisdom and your collective intelligence and what God is speaking to your heart, if you are ready for an experience that takes your soul into account, into your life and relationships and the totality of you into account, then I want you to connect with me because God has given me the vision for a mastermind experience that is like no other, that is really going to take you to the next level in your business, in your relationships, in your life, where you can connect with some extraordinary women just like you who are ready to go all in on the vision that God has given them. An awakening is happening, and I know you're feeling it in your soul. A renaissance is happening, and it's time for you to emerge. I want you to message me. I want you to go to my website and reach out because I really, really want to connect with you more, have a conversation and really talk to you about this mastermind experience that is by invitation only. And it'll be a select group of extraordinary women who want to go all in on what God is calling them to do. Don't wait, don't delay, because these invitations won't be available for long. And I want you to be at that table with us. Welcome to the Elevated Podcast. I'm Amy Van Slambrook, former corporate executive turned therapist and coach to high profile women and couple entrepreneurs. And we are going to have the conversations you've always wanted to have with the people you have always wanted to know. We are going to bring your life, your faith, your business, and most of all, your relationships to an elevated level through conversations you've never heard before. Tune in and stay with us because it's about to get really, really elevated. Welcome to Truthful Thursday. I wanted to talk about something that may be painful and triggering for some of you, so I want to warn you up front. But as always, I have your heart in mind and your healing in mind, and um, this is all about healing at a higher level. And so I want you to hold your heart as I go through what I'm about to go through to talk about this aspect of birthing that we don't often talk about. Each week we've covered a different area of birth, right? Because I know you are wanting to birth something. You're feeling it. You're feeling those contractions and it's not quite there, but boy, it's a whole lot closer than it was when we started. But I want to talk to you about barrenness because it's something that we as women don't talk about often enough. I think part of it is because we're probably scared of the word. It sounds um, akin to death, really. And I think for many of us, it can feel like a certain kind of death because um, procreation and fruitfulness and multiplying is such a part of our DNA as women, especially as humans, as uh, women of God as well, and just people who are here to create. You are created to be a creator, and a big part of that is creating a legacy, creating a line descending from yours on the family tree. And instead, oftentimes, um, there are areas of barrenness 
There can be physical barrenness where you aren't able to have children of your own. And to all of those of you who have had to navigate that, my heart goes out to you in a very real way because I have. And it's something that I have really uh, made peace with, with the Lord. Not that it gets um, without pain, but I think it is understanding that I have been both a spiritual mother and continue to be a spiritual mother to many, many, many women. And I also get the immense blessing of helping each of you learn how to better mother yourselves and to heal often what is the deepest wound, which is the mother wound. But as part of the mother wound, sometimes we can develop an inadvertent um, aversion to procreating, whether that's in our businesses and in our callings, or um, there's a part of us that may um, really have a difficult time with the idea of mothering. But the barrenness that I want to talk about today and do it gently, because I know I just brought something up very, very triggering. Um, and there's so much hope for anybody who deals with infertility. There really is. Um, and, and we always hold out hope, right? There are lots of alternatives. And I know that all of them are going to be analogous to the barrenness that I'm going to talk to you about now. You know, barrenness can appear when we are the ones who are helping other people's bird their own dreams, when we are sort of that spiritual doula, if you will, because I've often both been called a spiritual doula and called myself that, right? I help women give birth to themselves in a whole new way, give birth to their life. But when we are in that role, whether that's with other people's businesses, whether it's with brands, whether it's with um, the corporate world, whatever it is, we can often settle for an area of barrenness that becomes just part of what you assume is the way it has to be. And that's the barrenness of your own dreams. That's the barrenness of your own standards and your own quality of life, your own quality of relationships. And we can settle in that barrenness both out of safety and sanctity, but also out of a kind of fear. You know, it's so challenging to birth our own child. Can you imagine birthing your own dream in a way that feels just as risky and just as, as um, huge in your life? You know, nothing is as big as birthing a human, a life, a soul, and making sure that they have a beautiful life. But there's a lot that goes into putting our own dreams out there and saying, I am ready to bring this into the world and it's coming through me. And instead, we can shelve those things and we can even shelve certain standards, certain financial standards and the way that we're choosing to live certain areas of our lives or relationships or having that really, really amazing marriage or that partnership we can settle for a barrenness in our family where we just say, well, there, it's not going to get any better. Sometimes that comes because you've tried so many times you are just sick to death of having the same conversation over and over again. And so barrenness seems like a more favorable alternative. And yet if there's any desire in your heart, I believe there's also a seed that follows that God wants to turn into something that's fruitful and something that is fruit in your life. And that isn't just for your benefit. That's more importantly for the benefit of the world. 
But I want you to ask yourself, what area are you settling for barrenness in? Are you settling for barrenness in a way that leaves you feeling isolated, alone, exhausted, undernourished, overnourished, undersupported, under-resourced? We have the standards that we have. You have the standards that you have. You have the desires that you have. You have the vision and the dreams that you have because they are purposeful. And that means in order to bring them into life, we get through to go through the scary, painful process of not only carrying that seed within us, but also bringing that seed to life, whatever the topic is. And it's in that very process that we have to develop faith. If you have any fear about it, likely it's because you're relying too much on yourself. And I know that I have for sure, I am facing many areas that I just let die thinking, well, that's not going to happen. I have to do this because it's necessary in the moment, right? Ever say that to yourself? This is what I've got to do. So I'm just going to suck it up and do it. And that'll happen someday. But in actuality, that hasn't happened. And, and certainly I believe that we can remain young and youthful well into our, our 80s, 90s, and hopefully into our 100s. But there's also something about the urgency of now. And I think there's a special urgency of now that it, it implores you to really face the things that you have said, well, that can wait. But you know in your heart that God is nagging you to give birth to that. It's a seed inside of you that's stirring. And we've talked about all of these different things and the scary elements of birth and the resistance of birth and all of it together. And yet we haven't talked about the fact that what about the process of owning the fact that you need to hold that seed in your soul right now? You are fertile ground, not just biologically, but spiritually you are fertile ground for that. And that means that there isn't a whole lot of struggle once you are implanted with that seed, if you will. And I think all too often we can say it's too hard or it takes too much effort or there's too much resistance. Well, sometimes when we have the desire and it's less scary, we can push into that. And yet I think it's also important to use the fuel of your dream and use the fuel of your God to really lean into that, to really say, God, I know that this is going to require more faith. I know that this is going to require me to take a risk. I know this is going to require me to see the face of my inheritance on the face of this dream, because every single issue you have is going to come up in the process of birthing and raising that dream, just like it does with your child. And I think it's so critical right now that you not turn a blind eye to that, that you not pacify yourself in the midst of that and go to what usually has been your coping mechanism, which at least for me was overworking, right? And staying very, very quote unquote busy when in actuality I needed to spend the time to sit down and actually let that seed grow inside of me and give birth to it. And now I'm going through the process, which is amazing, and yet there are moments when I feel as if, if time was lost, but I truly ultimately believe that everything happens at the most perfect divine timing that it can. 
And I am using my journey right here, right now with you by saying, I get it. And I'm saying it's time for all of us to stand up and declare our fertility in terms of our dreams and in terms of the visions that God has put on your heart. There wasn't one ounce of creation that God did not create to multiply, but they don't multiply in isolation and they don't multiply out of fear. Those things are toxic. And I think it's important for you to take stock of it and get some urgency about it. And maybe you feel as if you've been trying halfway, but not all the way. What would that look like? And in all of this, our inner child is often screaming out, wait, no, let's wait. Let's do what has always been safe. Let's just stick with that, please. No, 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 no. Like a scared child. And you get to mother her and say, I know that that's worked in the past, but not anymore. Not anymore. And I'm going to love you. And I'm going to be there for you the whole time. I will not abandon myself. I will not make you suffer in the process of this birth. Everything you do in this birthing gets to be healthy, gets to be about life, gets to be about giving life. And when you announce that to your inner child and to your soul, God's peace can enter into the room. And he is there to guide and direct you, as am I. But I think it's important, whatever area of barrenness you've settled for, that it's time to heal it. It's time to bring life back to it. I am someone who helps women and some couples really realize the fruitfulness of healing. My process goes really, really deep, and it's the way to allow fruitfulness to emerge. I'm not someone who ends up on the other side of it, which is, what is my calling? What is my thing? I'm somebody who goes deep because that is the area of fertility that I have been called to and the area of birthing that I have been called to. What have you been called to? What area are you settling What area are you leaving alone, knowing that it will languish without any attention, and yet the one that keeps nagging at your soul? I want you to tag me on Instagram and post this episode if you are so bold and brave and declare what it is you're going to give life to, or at least tag me and give a shout out. That would mean the world to me. Because the more you declare it, the more it's actually coming into life and the more you get to enjoy the immense blessing that it's going to bring to your life. I love you. I'm in this with you. And we are healing at a higher level. Have a fantastic day. And I cannot wait to hear from you. And oh, by the way, if you would be so kind as to leave me a five-star review and a comment that would mean the world to me too so i love you and i hope you have a very fruitful week thanks for listening to the elevated podcast 
You can find out more about me and the amazing guests on our show on my website, amyvanslambrook.com. And if you have a moment, we'd love to hear your honest review of the show because nothing lights my day up more than seeing your comments, your questions, your aha moments, because that's what this is all about. We want to elevate your thinking so you can elevate your life.